Each week we listen to an album, here's all of mine Just know it's gonna take about three hours of your time To hear us complain or face each other's taste But no matter what, at the end of the day We're just best friends who love different music We are earbuds, earbuds, earbuds This is Earbuds! Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Earbuds. If you're watching this on YouTube, first of all, thank you very much. Please like and subscribe and comment down below. Tell us everything you're thinking about. We want to know, we really do. Good or bad, good or bad. And if you don't want to watch it on YouTube, but you think that's your only option, no, no, no. Find us on all podcast platforms and follow us there. You can download the audio only episodes and listen to them on your way to freaking work, baby. Oh my God. Also, for the next several episodes, you're going to hear the show referred to as Turned Tables. That is not the truth. The show is Earbuds. We decided to change the name after we recorded a couple episodes. So deal with it. It's the same show. We're just calling it something else. Don't be so confused all the time. Comment down below if you think the name Turned Tables is better. There's nothing we're going to do to change it at this point, but just let us know. (laughs) Enjoy the show. This is Earbuds. Hello and welcome to Turned Tables with Landon and Joey, or Joey and Landon. I'm not sure if we've decided yet who gets top billing. I usually put with Joey and Landon. Of course, and then you I do. go. You're oh, Joey. I can't do that because I made the I oh, yeah. pick a font. Yeah, and then I go okay. So Landon and Joey, and then I go, well, it doesn't sound as good, but then I look like the hero. So we'll see. I don't remember what I put. Okay, I think Joey's shorter, so it just goes Joey and, Joey and Landon. Yeah, I think like Land- Bob and Tom. You put the short one first. <laughs> And if you don't know Bob and Tom, well, you're about to, because this podcast is all about Bob Mm. and Tom. No! This podcast is the podcast where Joey and I, best friends since middle school, Mm -hmm. but there's a gap in our understanding (laughs) of each other. In our friendship. (laughs) And in that, Joey has a distinct (laughs) musical taste, and I have a distinct musical taste, Uh And we meet somewhere in the middle, yes? It's called a sort of like a Venn diagram or like a ghost's bosom where the two breasts will come together in the middle because they can cross through each other. Yes. So in the middle, we've got some certain bands and some certain music. We're motorboating on a lot of stuff. (laughs) Yeah. But there's a wide gap Mm -hmm. or like a, I don't know, a double D or something. Yeah. Of... Butter toast. <laughs> of, <laughs> of stuff we don't know about each other's musical uh, inklings and, and, and enjoyment of certain artists. So that's what this is about. One week I'll bring an album for us to listen to and consider. Mm-hmm. The next week Joey will bring an album to listen to and consider. And together we will uh, find some new stuff we like, uh, validate our feelings about stuff we don't like, and uh, mm-hmm. hopefully you'll find some new stuff, too, as you as you come along this musical journey with us as we go through some albums from uh, from childhood to now that we uh, love. It's going to be uh, woven as a rich tapestry where each episode is going to feed into, OK, well, that's what Landon brought. Do I want to bring something similar? Say, well, if you like that, maybe you'll like this or you know what? That reminds me of this. So you can you don't have to take the whole journey with us, right? You can jump around. Maybe you go, I know I don't like that. But maybe you maybe you say, I know I don't like that, but I want to hear these guys rag on it. You know? <laughs> or, 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 or
tell me why I should like it, mm-hmm. and then I can rag on them. That's why I listen to some stuff. I say, I don't think I like this movie. I'm going to listen to two people talk about it for three, four hours, and mm-hmm. I go, I still don't like it, mm-hmm. but I had fun. And isn't that interesting? I learned a little bit about a new band. Maybe I learned about... Um, Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. So Rick and Bubba, the short ones first. Bubba's long. Okay? Yeah. Rick is short, sure. Bubba's long. That's going to be the tagline of our podcast, Turned Tables. Rick is short, Bubba's long. So we're going to start with a newer album that came out just to kind of set the table. We're not going to pick some random album. A big one for a band that we both like and yes. have a lot of thoughts on. And it's a big enough one where we said, hey, you know what? Maybe people will listen to this. Yeah. I'll be honest. There's some strategery behind this. <laughs> <laughs> Sit down and give me a parking Botswana. So we picked, uh, and and gosh, just from the very... So that's what we picked. We picked Fallout Boys, Boys. So, so much, parentheses, Stardust. Stardust. And gosh, isn't that interesting right off the bat? Because you could read it two different ways, right? So, so much, much Stardust, Stardust. Or, or so much for Stardust. And maybe you don't like, maybe you're like, why are you guys being weird? Well, get used to it. But maybe I hope you come along on this journey with us. You're going to be like the dog on the album cover of Fall Out Boy's new album, which Landon's going to put right here. And uh, you're going to be like a dog biting at bubbles. Because each time you think you got us pegged, guess what? You didn't. Nope. Try again later. Peg us later. Mm -hmm. Please. So we're going to review the the album. We're going to go through a little bit of history of Fall Out Boy. And then maybe later on in the series, if we're still doing it, we're going to start going a little more in-depth with this, with, 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 with stuff, 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 stuff. No, your CD player is not skipping, okay? Because this is not a throwback record. <laughs> uh, what do we want to start with? You like the band? Fall Out Boy... One of my favorites in the middle school, going into high school Whoops. era. You know, Fall Out Boy comes in the long, uh, rich history of the pop punk emo sort of scene. That that's how I like them, long and rich. That's right. So yeah, Fall Out Boy. Of course, my first my first interaction with Fall Out Boy was, of course, Saturday. No, uh, Where Is Your Boy Tonight? Mm. From Take This to Your Grave, and then Saturday, and then that album, and then From Under the Cork Tree, of course, was a huge. Um, and I like them all the way up until Fully Ado. I still, I, I think Fully Ado is a pretty great record. And then they went away, and my interest in whatever they were doing also went away. That's a big gap for us. So for us, we'll just tell you right now, we're 30. <laughs> we're 30. <laughs> so, uh, just so you know, because on our other, you know, you might, we do other shows and we like to not let people behind the veil, but here we are going to let you behind the veil and give us little kisses, right? Yeah. You lift that thing up, guess what's coming at you? These two lips. Or for and us. Now we're married. <laughs> so, Folia do 2008. We graduated high school in 2011. Next album doesn't come out till 2013. A lot's changed. <laughs> <laughs> that was a Scottish accent, by yeah, the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like he did. Yeah. So yeah. things, you're listening to different stuff. And at that point in time, I guess five years, that's kind of a long time. I mean, to say we're done being a, not done, but like we're taking a break. 
Yeah, it was pre- five years is not. I don't know. I feel like bands now are like, yeah, it's been six years since the last one. Who cares? Yeah, I, you just do what you want. It's not like every two years you have to. There used to be that though, and I prefer that where it's where they're like because I think there is something about. Well, we don't have to get into this, but... Oh, we can. Okay, sure. It's my show. I, well, it's Joey's and my show. Keep it in the little 30-second thing if you don't like it until we get to the album where we're like, I like when he goes, <laughs> I think that uh, sometimes under a deadline, great art can be can be kind of forced out. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that, you know, that you shouldn't be forced to make an album, but I think when there is some sort of structure. I mean, just look at us. Anytime we Mm -hmm. make ourselves do something, we do it. Yep. And when we don't make it, it's five years and nothing has happened. Yeah. And then we do finally come out with something. It's uh, (laughs) whatever that song is. And and it's the anthem for every NHL game or something. You're like, I guess that's what we do now. So... I think I, I, I used to buy when CDs were more like now CDs cost a lot, mm-hmm. but you know when CDs were like seven ninety nine, yeah, and great. then they all came with like a two hour DVD of behind yeah. the scenes and stuff like that, and going to some other bands like Blink One Eighty Two self titled album mm-hmm. and when they're like we have to get it's like you're watching people that are just like I don't know what to do and there yeah. are these songs that you're like oh that must have been like a godsend. Like someone, like you've had this idea in your head for a, a for a long time, and you're finally getting to put it out. It's like no, they a band put out an album. They're like that's what that's what we had in the tank. Yeah, and now our record label is telling us you have to have another one. Yeah, and this one something's got to be the single. You know, there's yeah. something. One of these has to work, and you've got to have ten songs on this thing. Yeah, and you go that's. And but but they're artists, baby. But you're under pressure, and then you put something now. But then there's this, and it in the dark, dark. That's yeah, what comes that's... after it. You've taken your time, and you go, well, we have. You know what? I'm always gonna have a symphony now. Go, <laughs> okay, I guess that's. I remember where I was in college mm. when I when the news broke that Fall Out Boy has just released a music video or a new single. And I I was in the library. And I rushed to a computer and got on mm-hmm. YouTube and looked looked it up. And I just remember feeling like, oh, I actually don't I don't think it's for me anymore. Mm-hmm. And it felt kind of bad, but it also kind of felt liberating in a way of like, yeah, I guess it's just it's just not my thing anymore. You know, there there comes a time not when you put away childish things, but you watch you watch something you love become something for the next generation or or just eat. yeah it just it evolves just, past what you i just wanted people to have in their head what you were experiencing when you went to the library computer yeah it was that so embarrassing you had a library so that's that's that so i, I didn't listen i listened to that album just because i was curious and nothing really spoke to me yeah yeah. And I didn't listen to any of the other stuff until this one. I listened to it quite a lot, uh, but uh, out of curiosity. I listen to a lot of things out of curiosity, and sometimes I just won't listen to them when other people are around. And I think that was one of them. Yeah. Where I, I wanted to like it. I like Folia Do, and I think it sort of falls off near the end for me. Mm-hmm. I think there's some stuff that I just don't remember or will just skip. But there's some of my favorite songs they've put out 
around that. And then I listened to Save Rock and Roll this this past week too. And there's some I I think I like the Phoenix kind of the first song. We're not gonna get yeah. into all this, but it, it there's a lot of I don't know if they know what they're doing. And I told Landon this that by the time American Beauty, American Psycho, whatever we'll get into that later. Then I got to mania and I said to myself, at least they're going for it fully on mania. They're just a pop band. They're not like Mm -hmm. trying to be a rock band that has rappers that I just, I don't, that rarely works for me when it's like the band is established as one thing. And now we're going to have this hip hop break where this, I feel like the verses never go together when that happens. No. Like well, they just came in with their verse and it's some weird, I'm like, this isn't the same message as the rest of the song. Yeah. And then they're trying to still have it be like a punk song behind it and do what you want. <laughs> I, it's just, it doesn't ever work for me. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'd have to agree with that. So there's a lot of that. Courtney Love is on Save Rock and Roll. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's, there's some, just a lot of they're sampling and they're featuring and it's like I just want to hear the guys. Yeah. Let me let me hear the drummer drum. Let me hear the guitars guitar. Let me hear Patrick squeal over top of it and I'll be happy. And let me hear some of the least inspired bass parts still <laughs> to this day. You'd think he'd you'd think he would figure something new out but no and you know what at this point you're like yeah i guess whatever and this does not go for all for me at least there are bands that do stuff outside of that where that's their thing is more i don't know poppy or like sure of course you know synthie or there's there's things going on that aren't fully banned but like when you were talking about this band specifically why i like them is Mm -hmm. that and i want to like them but I'm just confused about, and that they started to bring in a lot of co-writers, and that's the yeah. other thing is like you've got everyone likes Pete once that they like the lyrics, they like they the, like the lyrics, the weird, yeah. And then you start just bringing in, well, let's bring Sia in and someone that wrote a song for just who, whoever, whoever, like yeah, people that are just churning out songs like they're custard. You c- it just didn't feel. Authentic. It's different. It's different. It yes. didn't feel authentic. That's yes. what I didn't like about it. Yes. It felt manufactured to be in a commercial. Mm-hmm. And that's what I, I don't I don't mind. I love pop music. You'll find out if you listen to the rest of this, I will be bringing so much pop music that you will turn the podcast off. I just want people to go, okay, they're going to be stuck up. It's just, no, no, no. no, no just no. listen to us for a second, <laughs> for once. Mom, it, dad, listen. It just didn't feel authentic. And there's there's a time and place for that, but when it it's from a, an artist that you have a rapport with and you mm-hmm. have a sort of sense of what they stand for, what they believe in, and then it just kind of veers in a way, not even lyrically, but musically and kind of lyrically. It's like we, Well, that's like the, who are you their, their top who song are you lighting up. Their top song on Apple Music is Centuries. Which is like that, that to me is like you were saying, that's a sports song. Even though when you listen to the lyrics, it's it's like there's some self deprecation there. It's one of those, oh, it's not completely about what it is, but it is. Yeah. Cause it's like all you're going to play is the chorus. Yeah. Remember me for centuries because someone slam dunked. Right. (laughs) Right. Or then there's what what was on uh, uh, Mania? There was another song like that. Uh, oh no, it was on, yeah, Centuries was on 
American Beauty, which is weird. And then there was Champion, which was on Mania. Right. Which is like the same. It's like, I just feel like it's which selling it, shoes or something. And I, I don't even mind that once in a while. You you have a song that you, you're you like, hey, I want to pay some bills. I, I have this song that's simple and it's We Are the Champions, My Friends. Mm-hmm. And you put it out and it's simple and it's whatever and it gets people pumped up. That's fine. I just, it just doesn't when it's not coming. I don't know. It just doesn't feel right. And it, you have like a great drummer and guitar mm-hmm. player that feel like they've been turned down, and like they're they're on stage but they're not doing anything. And you're just like, I love the drum parts. Mm-hmm. I want to hear more. I want to hear real drum parts. I don't want to hear him replicating what some producer came up with in a studio on a MIDI board. And it's not, um, it's just a far cry from what they started as, what people liked about them. And I know there are people, I think Pete said in interviews, like, I have people tell me I, I only, they only like take this to your grave. And he's like, okay, great. Like, I'm glad you like any of what I do. Sure. It's not even that. I love the next three albums. Yeah. I like that. I, I like bands that evolve and do stuff, but it's just sometimes they go in directions that I don't care for that kind of music. Or I wonder why they're doing that. Sure. Which is all to say. Which is all to lead up to this new album, which was kind of touted as, they say it's not, other people said it's kind of a throwback album, which is all, I don't, I don't care for that term either. I don't think it's like, we used to, this music is vintage from like 10, whatever, 12 years ago. Yeah. And like, we're going to go back to that because then that also feels inauthentic and like, let's do what we used to do. You can still do that. Bands just play the the music they like. Yeah. So, but I think they maybe came back and figured out, and it sounds like, like you were saying with Joe and Andy, drummer and guitar player, uh, anti uh, respectfully, because I said them backwards, (laughs) but it sounds like they kind of wanted to make sure they got to do something. Yeah. Yeah. From the interviews I've heard, they they all kind of agreed that they wanted to mean something mm. and and not which it just does seem kind of like that they've also known what they've been up to isn't as like artistically impactful just from the sense of the interviews that I've listened to yeah that they like they didn't want to go out on tour and spend a bunch of time on music that they didn't care about which might not actually mean what it kind of implies which yeah. is that they haven't been doing that but regardless but, it it feel there feels a a sort of um he's rubbing his fingers <laughs> together if you're not watching there this feels, on youtube there feels a more tactile uh you you can you can feel the artistry you can feel mm. the music actually being crafted by people yeah cuz i've i've watched videos of them doing some of the songs and i'm like i I see him playing the guitar, but I don't hear, like, I just hear a track. Yeah. yeah. And Patrick's voice, yeah, great. He can belt out whatever and people will love it. But when I see someone, like, playing a bass and a guitar and drums, I'm like, I I don't hear that. Yeah. It's just like, well, then that's probably weird on stage when it's like, we're going to play some of our old stuff, Mm -hmm. and then I'm just going to sit here for five songs. (laughs) And it probably gets harder. I mean, they're getting, some of them are in their early 40s now. It's like, am I going to leave home for whatever, five months right? and not 
like you like to play this instrument and you're just kind of not doing it to the fullest extent. Right. I feel like that's, it's kind of like a, your Maroon 5 or something. Like some of those guys have been in the band. You're the Maroon time, right? 5. You're Maroon 5. No, you are. No, I agree. Where I think you're, it's the Adam Ding Dong show, right? Right. And you're just kind of there. You're just kind of there. And by the way, I will say, I think when when they were on their little break between Foley and mm-hmm. uh, whatever the next one was, Patrick Stump was doing just like straight pop albums. Yes. And some of that stuff was really good. I like it. So, you know, it's not it's not so much that it's even inauthentic to what they like. It's mm-hmm. just when you, when you when you take it into the Fallout Boy banner and you start putting some of the stuff out it just doesn't feel right. And but this this break same length of time from Mania that's to this what I was one. Wondering. It's the same it's, it was 5 years between Mania and this. That's, it's almost like a third we're kind of in our third a third, third Fallout Boy era. And it brings in a lot of stuff from those other albums. That's the thing is as much as people want to say well it's whatever a throwback to what they used to do i think mm-hmm. there's just adding to their collection that's what i was gonna say i, I think le- it's less of a throwback and more of a synthesis synthesis mm-hmm. of everything we've gotten before and in my opinion one of the best albums that they've had yeah yeah so should we start to go through these let's now go we've- through it and if you have anything to say and you want to leave a comment or do, you know, you know what to do. I'm not going to walk you through. I'm not going to hold your hand. I'm not going to tell you to ring the dinger up at the top of the page and hit the subscribe so that you always get the new episode. You know what to do. Yeah. Okay. I, but please do that. Please do that. And this episode probably is not going to work because we're going to play parts of the songs and it's going to get shut down. Mm-hmm. So if you want to send us a couple dollars in the mail. Should I be looking at the time? Yeah, probably. See, already I like it. Yeah. I'm just going to stop there because we're going to get to... Well, no. And I'll hit play. Okay. Just I want to get to the the yeah. part where yeah, we yeah. go, okay, they are back. Because okay. at this point you're kind of like, um, I think maybe this seems like it could be... Yeah. It could go both ways couldn't it yeah like joey <laughs> it's a kind of a but oh. no what do we hear prominently that's right a, a ripping guitar part and some gosh darn drums and a string section string section talk on that speak on that it's in there. It's always going to be there now. That's what they love. And and I and, and and I get it because why not? You have the option mm-hmm. to and it does add a sort a certain um elevation to This isn't just a, a four kids playing a pop punk song mm-hmm. in their freaking garage, okay? And you don't have to be. At one point they were probably the the most what famous band yeah. in the country. Or the planet. Certainly. So, and that's what Patrick likes, right? 
You get him out of the studio with Fallout Boy. He's going to his other studio and he's like, I'm making a soundtrack for a movie that I want to make the music for. Right? Yeah. So he's got his strings. The thing with me, and this is me, okay? Okay. When I see a band live, I kind of want to see... So a lot of stuff that they do, especially with the last albums, it just felt like this isn't music that is to be like seen at a concert almost. Yeah. Like I'm going to see them playing to a track. Mm-hmm. And I know bands use tracks all the time if there's they've had an extra guitar in the studio or whatever. Right. But when it's just like I'm hearing, I don't know, violins coming through the speakers. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm going to go. I mean, I, I don't know when I'm going to see them because they only play freaking baseball stadiums now. But <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. No, I, I understand that. I, there is. I, I, frankly, I've, I've seen Fall Out Boy three times. And frankly. I can tell you. Stanley's brother. <laughs> in my opinion, they're a band to be listened to on a recording. <laughs> and they always have been. There's a lot of bands like that that we're probably going to get into. Yeah. Bands are bad live. Some of all the concerts I've been to, sometimes they're just bad. <laughs> Three or four have been good, <laughs> and most of the time, it's not that great. But it's the energy. It's yes. the f- so you know. But that's the the lack of. That's what I'm hoping this album can bring to the lives of, because there is a lack of energy, even from the videos I've mm. watched of them playing the stuff from Mania and stuff like that. It's just it doesn't feel like. They care because they're not playing. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's a weird thing. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, also, I don't know. I'm not worth like $10 million or whatever now. So what do, what do I know? Do what you do. Make make your money. Not yet. Not yet. But with your help, if you mail us a couple dollars in the mail, this song, Landon, yes. this is the first single that came out for the album. Yes? Yes. Um, Right away, I loved it. Yep. Okay, and like we're saying, a lot of they brought in the strings and stuff and kind of the orchestral stuff on Folia Do, and I think people were turned off by that a, a little bit. Cause they were, I think so. It oh. had mixed reviews. Oh, okay. Um, I don't. I didn't know. I didn't read anything about it. I just knew I, just, I liked it. I, I remember said, at the time. The boys are back. Look, because I was like, this is different. I like stuff, but it sort of it, it was a departure from kind of what they had done before. A little bit. I mean, they're always doing weird stuff. Jay Z's yelling on Thriller, and they have a song called Thriller, and yeah, you know, they're they're always doing weird stuff. I didn't mind it, but then you get into the next albums, and it's like that's they want that stuff. That's why I mean, it's like they're just adding. They're it's kind of a how do I put this? It's kind of a synthesis of everything that hey. has come before this. So at, as it stands now, as I look at the time and we're about 85 minutes into that, uh, to our show, this is still one of my favorite songs on the album. Really? Maybe top three. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I might agree, except that I listened to it too many times as a single. Yeah. I listened to it constantly as a single. I was so excited for the record because of this. Yeah. Which, which always bites me in the end because I will skip it now because I've heard it too many times. I want to get to the other newer, newer stuff, but it is a great song. Yeah. It's, it's in the top half for me. There's just a lot of, 
emotion, like in the in yeah. the, the way he sings some stuff. Like, check this out. Just is kind of yelling. He, he just gets into it. Yeah, and you could say that about lots of this stuff, right? <laughs> sure. Even lyrics that are dumb. Yeah. Words like, oh, don't yell that. <laughs> I will say lyrically, I think this is one of the better songs, like consistently. Yeah. I feel like there's less of the sort of iconic, though it may be absolutely cringeworthy stuff that mm. Pete Wentz likes to throw in there. Mm. Um. There's not much of that going on. Uh, I'd never go. I just want to be invited. Yep. That's funny and awesome and relatable mm-hmm. and just great. I love that. That comes up later in the album, too. What am I thinking of? It's not that exact lyric, but it's... Well, we'll get to it. There's something... There's like a... It's, it's almost like a part two to that. Oh, well, that's it in the final song, the what would you trade the pain no for, no no sure. not the refrain thing the oh. uh we'll get to it oh, okay. but i like uh uh city always hangs a little bit lonely on me loose even though i know they're switching words around in ways <laughs> that don't make sense but like a kid playing and pretend in his father's suit that's cool yeah like the way that sounds this uh lyrically it's 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 clever enough throughout the whole thing without going into the like okay well you're in high school what you just said makes me think that you're in high school still. There is a part of this that made me think of uh, on the way here, and this is going to be a stupid thought, but check this out, okay? okay. So when he goes, Every love I got a little dagger in the head. I'm just amazed that we all know how to talk to each other. Like that, like if you don't speak English, that sounds like that just to me, because I'm like, how do I even know those are words? <laughs> Like without like bef- like I didn't even have to look at the lyrics. I know what he's saying, oh, but it's sure. just funny that I can know what someone is saying by when they go. Every love I got a little dagger in it. Yeah, it's just nonsense. Yeah, so that was my thought on the way here. I thought I was having kind of a stroke, but here's one of my favorite parts about the song. Hmm. If you can cue up the final chorus. Yep. Are you talking about with the little bridge thing or just? Nope. The final chorus because we get. Every every good pop punk song mm-hmm. should go into halftime. Yeah. Are if you talking you, about the very end? If you can just cue it up. Do you know where do you know where? It's like it's like the second the second last chorus where they go into Just Sending My Love. How about you know, this? they do it at halftime. That's it. Yeah. That's yeah. what you need. He's his bass drum is exploding off the. Cause I, I remember listening to it for the first mm-hmm. time. It was all there, and it and I said, when that hit, I said, oh good, yeah, they did it, because it's a perfect re-entry into the Fallout Boy that I mm-hmm. know and love from <laughs> Scottish, <laughs> and I. Just love that. Uh-huh. I love it. You can do it on any song, and I would be happy. And the str- and you it can sounds never, great with the strings and everything. Yeah. Like you can never overdo it, in mm-hmm. my opinion. No, and that's why if if I were ever to have been in a band, I would have added it to every single song I could possibly get my grubby little hands on. We saw, <laughs> we snaw. 
Which, of course, is probably why then you were excited to hear the, the second single and the second song on the album start like this. <laughs> yeah. Were you worried? Yep. Yep. My first thought was like, oh, well, I guess we'll have that one yeah. single. No matter what they tell you, the future's up for grabs and no. And then, of no course, he's got a reference. No, hold on. A word for bad there's so many movie references, things they reference all the time. Yeah. I'm not even talking about on this album. Oh, I think yeah. the American beauty was the worst defender. First of all, the title of the album is just two movies. Yeah. That mean nothing. <laughs> like why American, like what, why, 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 why? Yeah. yeah. Right. And that's the one that they also had the 4th of July song. I'm like, what is going on here? What the 4th of July? <laughs> and so, You've got that, and then they've got the Munsters theme and the Uma Thurman, and it's yeah. like, I know, but that that's when it starts to feel like you said, sort of the high school lyricist of like, ah, oh, these things that I know. And he even says in, in an interview about that one, he's like, it kind of references Nope, uh, or I, I think it was called, he said, I think it was called Nope, so I thought that was a cool know. album, or uh, I thought that was a cool movie. Like, not even into the intricate, like, why yeah, that was a cool part. Yeah, like, why that line. Because it is a cool line. It, it reminded me of how cool I thought that movie was. Yeah. Every time I hear it, I'm like, I got to rewatch that movie. I know. I'm like, that's something we talked about at length Yeah, in our review for, no, no plugs. But they just, he was just like, I thought that was cool. <laughs> and it, it does seem like, because in some other interview uh, with Patrick and Patrick, they uh, <laughs> they were talking Patrick was just talking about like Loki and like just bringing up yeah. Marvel shows and like I was like I mean I like that stuff too yeah he's a freak I, I love all that stuff but it also like I can't I'm not I'm not an artist mm. I've realized no because <laughs> no no that's true because just watching a movie doesn't mm. inspire me to like do make a song or something. I, I I just don't, there's some connection there obviously for these guys because, and I, and I think that this is what I was going to say too about the string, the string parts and stuff. They embrace this cinematic element that mm. they, that is like almost intrinsically intertwined with every single one of their songs mm. to the point that they are just, taking quotes and to the, to the point they are taking a literal clip of a movie and just adding music to it in the background. Like they just, they love Movies. cinema yeah. <laughs> and they're going to make their music as cinematic as possible, which does speak to like the centuries and champions, like these mm -hmm. songs that like, we're going to give you an Epic and it might be to sell basketball. Mm-hmm. Or it might be to make you feel like you're in a big Marvel movie. And they love to make their music videos bit like that one's like a gladiator. And then this yeah. one's like a big story. Yeah. They're still doing music videos like people are still watching them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, you know, they, I get it. But for some people, maybe watching a movie inspires you to go, I want to make a movie like that. Yeah. For them, it's like, I know how to play the guitar. So I guess I'm going to make a song about Loki. And for and for Pete, it inspires him to just take a quote from the movie and put it in a song and kind of not even know what it means. Yeah. <laughs> and then make Patrick 
figure out how it works <laughs> into a song, I guess. From from the from the interview yeah. I watched. Yep. <laughs> okay. Um but then we get to the chorus of the song. Let's just hear a little bit of that. Uh Yep. This is a great chorus. Yeah, I love this song too. It's a great song. A lot of crying. I don't care. Yeah. Every other word is cry. I don't care. It sounds great. It's a great, great chorus. Catchy yeah. as hell. There are a lot of written, don't stop dancing, don't dare stop. I get like <laughs> yeah. a lot of repeating what they're saying. Yeah. Do you think the heartbreak feels so good? Is that sort of a, do you think that's a movie thing? Like, do you think that's the Nicole Kidman heartbreak feels like, good in a place yeah. like that? Probably. Because it sounds like something he'd come up with where he's like, heartbreak's bad, but heartbreak feels good, you know? <laughs> yeah. But then I also can see him at the theater and he's like, oh, because he's, you know, yeah. weird. <laughs> so he's like, I actually think that's crazy. Heartbreak so I, but I haven't heard, I mean, I've listened to maybe 10 interviews with them about this album mm-hmm. and I haven't heard them bring that up. So it it might not be. It's just such a specific phrase right now, and it's in the Zeitgeist mm-hmm. that we one can try to assume, right? There's one thing about this song that does annoy me, mm-hmm. and it's the in the pre-chorus. The it was an uphill battle, but they didn't know. But they didn't know we were gonna use the roads as a ramp <laughs> to take off. Just say road. <laughs> that just annoys me when he says it. There's there's some parts in this that I'm going to get into where okay. the words are filling spaces or oh, taking yeah. up space in mm-hmm. just weird ways because the writing is so unconventional, which is something I like about the band and yeah. something that just doesn't work sometimes. Mm-hmm. This is also maybe one of my favorite songs on the album. I think the first three songs... They're great. They're great. And when I listened to the album and I was like, okay, great. But we got through all the singles and then I go, uh-oh. I started. I start to worry a little bit by track four. By track four, on my first listen through. Oh, okay. But I started to go. Uh oh. I think it's another folia do where I'm happy with the first couple of songs and then I can go on my merry way and see it by have a shrimp cocktail somewhere. On my first listen, when track four hits, mm-hmm. I that's when I said, "Oh, this is one of their best albums." Wow. Well, even usually by the time an album has their third song come out before the album comes out, I've noticed I won't listen to it. Yeah. I'll listen to the first two. And then by the time the third one comes out, the album's almost out. And I'm like, just, I'm just going to wait. Yeah. That's I don't I need did. to hear that. So I didn't hear Hold Me Like a Grudge until Me neither. the album came out. Right. Me neither. So what, what else annoys you about this song? Um, I don't know if there's oh. anything on this one. I mean, you said. No, I'm talking about on the album. Oh. I like the chorus. He says it about eight times in the song. There's not much else going on here. Yeah. It's a good song. It's just a good song. Okay. It's Should a we ripper. go to the next one? Yep, go to the next one. It's a ripper, though. It's a ripper. This one is... This one's fun. This also had me worried. This... Yes. When I say I like it, I like it now. Yeah. But when he starts singing, I went, uh-oh. I hate this. <laughs> I just want to get to the part. Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> that I love. Yeah. 
You love that? I love that because I I know that these guys love Michael Jackson. Or yes. at least Patrick does. And I just like when people are little weirdos like that. Just because <laughs> him and Michael Jackson, I'm like, why? Who? Where's that coming from? <laughs> like, when I sing, I'm out of breath at, at the part. I'm not, like, adding in, like, who am I dialing tonight? That's about my time. It's just fun. It's just something you feel in the moment. Except for I watched a live video and he didn't do it, which made me sad. And then I thought sometimes I'll listen to lyrics, and if I mishear it, mm-hmm. the thing that I think they're they're saying is actually cooler than what's in the song. That is usually so what happens with follow. When I, when he said when you ask how I've been, I thought he said I know you mean where, and I was like, oh okay, like it's kind of like saying I know you mean well, but I thought he was saying like when you ask how I've been, you're asking where I've been, uh-huh. and I was like, okay, I get that. And then I just saw. I know you mean well. I'm not saying what I thought of was great. It's just when I saw that. Yeah, no, you guys both suck. <laughs> it just when I saw that he was just saying, "I know you mean well." I was like, okay, because some of these are just phrases that. Yeah, there's a lot of just things that people say on here. There's a few songs on this album that start with stuff that annoys me, and this is one of them. It's just when you ask how I've been. Mm-hmm. It's just it. That's not. <laughs> <laughs> I like here's what I like about this part. Okay. And you can con- continue your thought. I was just playing a little prank on you. No, you it's don't just, like I, it. I don't like it. Okay, here's what I like about this. Okay. I like the low bass line behind it. Yeah. It works for this. Then the, the guitar comes in. Yeah. The little claps. Yep. Great. That thing. I love that. Great chorus. Little you put the fun into dysfunction. Great chorus. Incredible okay. chorus. And someone, I think uh, Patrick and Patrick, Pete brought this up. He, I think he had a friend that was like, this sounds like it's already a Fall Out. Like, why isn't this already a Fall Out Boy song? Mm. Like the chorus. And I was like, this is one of those that, Whatever, just X amount sense. of years down the line, I'll go like, which album was this from again? You know, mm. it just kind of seems like, oh, hold me like a grudge. Seems like one of those things they'd say, and yeah. the chorus sounds great. Yeah, it's it's the cl- it's on the good side of clever. From, yeah, from Mr. Wentz. Yeah, I like it a lot. I uh, it's not. I like other songs on this album more mm-hmm. than this one, but it's just. I mean, it's it's undeniable. It's a catchy. It's great. It has all the little, the little nuances that make a song fun. I like it a lot. Yeah. Is, do you got anything else to say about this one? Hold me like a grudge. Mm-hmm. No, just a great song. Great, I like this song. Great pop song. You know, on Apple Music, this is a little. You can turn down the lyrics now, so you can turn them. Try down. to sing to it. Oh, really? Yeah, and it does Let's it try using it. AI. Let's just see what it sounds like if okay. you turn them down. This is. It's just really quiet. At 20 summers, I'm just a chair fucking coming to the tiny sky. Screaming at the stars like that. Lights, and I love my life, love my life. When I'm to finger to the red light. And I guess I can't put it because I less peace when I can't get onto the guest list. To the end of the world, end of the world. If I dream, tangerine, sweet, huh? I get there. 
understand. So it's not working great. I can still hear him. Here we go. Okay. Great. Great. Next. Fake now, out. Fake out. This is where the album turns for me. Okay. Into, well, I'll save it. It's, I didn't like this because I'm like, freaking slow song. I'm like oh. walking to work. I'm like, this made me feel so good because it's, you need a little slower song, but it's not really. It's still pretty upbeat, but it has the. It has sort of the nostalgic. I'm in charge of the right music on. today. This is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So starts like that. Starts like that. It's just that that opening sort of introduction is it it has it feels like a, an old song. Mm-hmm. It feels like an early aughts sort of song to me. Yeah. The acoustic guitars, we haven't heard that yet on this album, certainly, and I feel like in a while from them. And it's just, it's just a straightforward sort of like side. It, it, it has whatever the chord progression is. It's a like a more dour sort of like um, almost sad nostalgia sound mm. that makes me just puts you in a place for me that I love. This is the song I was talking about. Make no plans and none can be broken. It kind of feels like uh, you know. I'll never go. I just want to be invited. Oh, the yeah. guy just wants to stay home. <laughs> I love, I love that lyric though. So make no plans and none can be broken. I like the little. I don't even know if this is the chorus or the little, the little pre-chorus. Uh, starts to get speed up a little bit. Yep. Yeah, you gotta check out the video. Incredible, <laughs> incredible chorus. These guys know how to write a damn chorus. Mm-hmm. They can put whatever jumbled bullshit in the verse, <laughs> but by the end, by the yeah. end, by the end of the pre-chorus, you are primed and ready. Mm-hmm. You're that little thing on the mower where you go. Yeah, the little the little juice button, the little primer button that you got to squeeze it three times yeah. to shoot the gas in, and then you're ready to pull the cord, and you're going to get one of one of the great choruses. I think this might this is in contention for my favorite song on the album. One of the great choruses, you know. I don't I don't know Scottish for me. If well, yeah. I, I like it more and more each time I listen to it. The first time I listened to it, this song, I said. I was on the opposite side of you. I know. But now as I listen to the album, and maybe it's because I've kind of gotten sick of the first three songs too, and I'm like, what mm-hmm. what else is here for me? Where's the juice coming from? Where's my little rubber nipple on my, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, on my mower. And great chorus. To me, it just felt like the, the first three songs are like, they're great, they're rippers, and now for something a little different. Love is heavy. I love that. I love when he gets to show off his range. Mm-hmm. Hit us with a little falsetto, baby. I love it. Just comes so... It's almost not impressive. Yeah. You know? Oh, I do hate uh, the bridge. We all started off as shiny dimes. Yeah, that's what I want. When you told me this is one of your favorite songs, thank you for saying that because I wanted to... 
kind of completely roast your ass. Because I think we can come up with something a little better than we all started off with. Started off as shiny dimes. But dimes. That's that's one of those where I'm like, you, you don't have enough to say something. You have more words. In some some verses, you have more words than you need. We're like, I just gotta figure out a window to break. And then in other. Like this, you have to stretch out dimes for no reason. Shiny I don't know. Die. But we all, all got, got flipped, flipped too many, many times. I hate that. <laughs> <laughs> it's just this bridge does feel like, okay, we don't have a bridge. Yeah. So in the studio, we're like, I don't know, uh, dimes, times, came, change, whatever. Just, throw just it dime and time. It but then you, then you get, dimes. you get the chorus again and you say, yeah, I don't care. Yep. You can say whatever you want in the verse. That's how I feel, and that's how Fall Out Boy has always been for me. I They're saying nothing. Mm-hmm. Most of the time, I don't care. Like, you're saying empty stuff that, like, doesn't matter. But There's you're, just, yeah, you're saying phrases that you've kind of thought of that are uh, maybe interesting, maybe, yeah. turns of phrases. And yeah. I'm trying to figure out what exactly the song is about. Mm-hmm. And, like, this one, I don't, I don't know. I do not know what it's about, right? Fake out? Here, let me let me read you something. Love is in the air. Mm-hmm. I just got to figure out a window to break out. Yes. Buried alive inside my dreams, but it was all a fake out. Yes. And I don't care. I just got to figure out a window to break out. Buried alive inside my dreams, but it was all a fake out, fake out. Oh. And then these my mood board is just pictures of you, but I'm not sad anymore. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Next song? <laughs> yeah. Now this truly is when, on first listen, I said... Ooh no. Okay, good. I thought you were I was like we are gonna this podcast is gonna get rough in later episodes when but I'm on the same page as you. This is some of I hope hey, Fall Boy, if you're listening to this, I hope you took your time to listen to the first part where we said we love you. <laughs> I would love to hang out with all of you. I think I wanna be in your band. I, I do. I do, I really, really do. Scottish. But this song, even though it has the name of the state we live in, heaven, I just can't get behind until, well, let's just start, okay? Well, yeah, that's exactly what I'm about to say. I haven't finished my full thought about when I first listened to it. Okay. Bad. Bad. Get a new job. <laughs> High school, terrible. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm liking the melody. That's me in the. I'm doing the backup logo. Yes. Oh. Whatever. We played too much of the song already. <laughs> Okay. This is when they're starting to convert me. I say again, I'm I don't love the sound necessarily, but you've hit me with another just a completely sonorous sort of 
elevation of the song in a way that the that first chorus hits and his voice goes up and you also rise out of your chair. But I'm also not giving them the benefit of the doubt after all these years because I'm just like, there's nothing in the back. It's just like, doo-doo, doo-doo. so I'm like, it's just going to be, it's kind of like golden or whatever. Uh, and I saw God cry in the uh, reflection of my enemies, my enemies. I can't do it. You don't like that? I, I just, I'm just, it always seems like, it's not a full song to me. You know, it just seems <laughs> Well, like, sometimes a band has a piano song. Right. But that's this is that's this, but it's almost just like one it's just yeah. One note which just a little drone in the background. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fine, but But then this chorus hits, right? Yeah, but then and we get the what my girlfriend did in the car, which made me feel embarrassed, mm-hmm. is when he yells scar crossed <laughs> lovers and she goes, Ugh. <laughs> Like I'm just, it's just yeah. playing in the car. I've been listening to it for a while. I know, yeah. But yeah. sometimes I'm like, well, I know people don't listen to lyrics a lot. Yeah, it's not fine. with her. She goes, Ugh. yeah, yeah. And she said, "Star-crossed lovers," and I went, "No, it's worse. Yeah. It's scar-crossed lovers." Yeah. And she went, "Oh no," because <laughs> that is a little bit of a middle school poem. Yeah, it's scar-crossed lovers forever. Here we are, untouched forever. I'm saving this all for later. Yeah, I'm checking myself out forever. I'm saving this all for later. Mm-hmm. What What are you talking about? Let's go back to the top. Six a.m. Mulholland Drive. Okay, you live in L.A. Moon. Do you think he really listens to Moonlight Sonata? I think he's painting. I I don't I don't think this is about him. This is a. I think he watched a movie mm-hmm. called A Star Is Born. I've unspooled <laughs> on the floor. I feel so a star is born. Yeah. That is someone on TikTok. It's just, yeah. That is just. This song is, to me, it it feels, again, like a sort of movie put to music. Like, when, yes. obviously, star-crossed lovers, but these are scar-crossed lovers and that they, uh, they have a love that is so... Um, addicting and uh abusive that mm-hmm. they they know it is bad and they will end each other and uh w- kiss my cheek would you read my eulogy the sort of we'll love each other will will burn out bright type of thing yeah i imagine they're you know they're sitting in the hollywood hills and they're about to jump mm-hmm. that's kind of the picture that's getting painted for but me but then when we get to talking to the Oh, this is bad. But me? That was when I'm writing a song and I don't have anything yet. So I just go, and I'm eating pie. Like, I, there's, I got to do something here. Yeah. I feel like sun, but me, I'm still a sunbeam. Sunbeam. It's also bad, but then it just feels like sunbeam is filling up. Like, but me, because it's the song is so slow. But me, I'm still a sunbeam. That yeah. doesn't need to take up that much room. But I, it's the, um, gosh, where was I? I got so hooked on that. Oh, save your breath. Uh, half your life, you've been hooked on death. That, to me, feels like Pete. Every interview, he's like, I'm 40 now. All I think about is how I'm not going to exist. My kids are never going to have existed. Yeah. You know, he, he's, it's it, a lot of the same themes we see reoccurring with this band. Yeah. What are you going to sing about 20 years in? Yeah. I mean, 
Bucky's, the freaking Texas gas station we all know about. <laughs> no, not for every song. <laughs> Half of them, maybe. Yeah. Okay, where does where does that freaking thing drop? Where do I just get blown out of my freaking? Go from Where's my ass blow out. Go from. Tell me when the party ends. Will you still love who I am? Um, yeah, I'm gonna do that, and people are waiting for it. Close my because we get the pro the refrain. I will never ask you for anything except to dream sweet of me. We get that again. Yeah, we'll you hear the it. little. We start getting, and then you start seeing. Okay, we're go, we're getting somewhere here. Okay, so they are playing there. You get that. Okay. And now you just wrote my favorite song. <laughs> just so. And he's not. He's not overdoing the hi hat. No. Just on the. Just on the one, two, three, and four, baby. We're not. We're not driving this home. The song is driving it. Not many fills here. He's not going in and like. No. Maybe later we get a little... Sure. He's not going to overplay this one, though. Because the the song drives it. Yeah. So he just has to sit back. Now he's got his little tambourine, right? And then all of a sudden, Patrick goes through puberty. (laughs) So loud. I want to see that song. Andy said this is his favorite song on the album, and I know why. Because they finally said, they do it. They took his handcuffs off and they said, <laughs> go. They looked at him. I'll speak in terms that they'll understand. Like in a movie <laughs> called Star Wars, they looked at, that, at him like Emperor Palpatine, and they said, do it. <laughs> He does that. He does that later. Next one. Okay. Hang on. I don't know where you're putting me in. Now. (laughs) And then the the guitar is screaming. screaming. Come on. (laughs) Uh, It's a movie. Yeah. It's a movie to song. It's a movie to song. And I hate it. The first, <laughs> the first minute, and then it becomes the best. It's just such a good chorus, but I wish the words were different. I, yeah. Like, what else are you gonna Stop, say? No. Sorry. That was embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a beautiful. It's incredible. The lyrics, take them or leave them. I don't mm-hmm. care. If you write a song like that, it's one of those for me where it's like, if you write a song like that, you don't have to do anything else in your entire life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, mm-hmm. just by, yeah. and it's a song I think that only they could do. Mm-hmm. That's what I want from them. Any anyone could do centuries. Mm-hmm. See, uh, anyone, whoever wrote the song. Okay, bye. <laughs> just kidding, everyone. This is a uniquely Fallout Boy piece. All right, next. I, I don't need to say too much about this one. That's a song. <laughs> That's already a song. Oh, man. I was going to do my joke. Oh. Oh, man. We'll cut this. The no, whole episode. Oh, no, 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 no.
I was going to do a... Uh, oh, come on. We'll... I don't remember what my joke was. I really don't remember what my joke was. Well, <laughs> should I just tell you? You were, were going to play the song? I was going to play the other song. Yeah, of course. So this one's fine. Yeah, I don't... I, I've heard like three people in interviews go, oh, so good right now is like, that's the soul pop juice that I needed in my lawnmower. I don't know. I got this doom and gloom in my mind. I got this doom and gloom, but I feel all right. The problem is I get I get it. It's a it's just a fun music one. Yeah. and but actually what you're saying is actually very scary in that your car is gonna run out of juice. <laughs> <laughs> Can we crash and burn somehow? Feel it's all good right now. Fine. If you like it, fine. That's not why I come to, to Fallout Boy for. Yeah, because it, it I don't know, it it, it is almost a little happier than they usually are. Cause he, 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 even the, like, even like the, I know I've made mistakes, but they, at least they were mine to make. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I mean, I, I like that, but it just doesn't seem like something that they would ever say. <laughs> I don't know that it's, it's not, it's not ornery enough. Mm-hmm. It's too self-aware. It's too accepting of, of, of life well there's of course you're saying feeling so good right now till we crash and burn somehow well i know but even that is like just an acceptance of uh, this but then and all of my wildest dreams they just end up with you and me isn't yeah. that good yeah that's what i mean i think it's just a good song oh, landon oh <laughs> yeah i'm fine with it yeah uh, it's it's a good song every time it starts i'm like i, I think i might skip it this time I love that part. I love that part. And he's got eight of him. And he's like, layer me. I like that part. But it does feel like, you know. I I feel like I've heard the song a hundred times before. Yeah, because it is another song. This one's Landon's favorite on the album. Pat's got divorced when I was uh, five years old. Do we need to listen to this? And no. I saw my father about three count. times a year it's after that. It's not a and song. And then you put music behind it. And when he found out that he had Frankly, cancer, don't do this. <laughs> don't ever do this. It's not even... It It actually makes me not like Ethan Hawke as an actor. I, I know. That's, <laughs> I, that's why I was saying the only reason I like it is because I like Ethan Hawke. Yeah. But it's like he has nothing to do with it. And then when I first heard it, I've never seen this movie. Sorry. Okay, I'm not on the road all the time drinking every movie i've never seen reality bites right so when i first heard it i was like is it is he just giving a speech like <laughs> ethan talk ethan talk is is hawking about his parents <laughs> getting a divorce yeah like the baftas or something well because i'm like every movie he does is kind of like a I don't know, some sort of naturalistic yeah like the, the like black phone yeah well he you know I, yeah that, i don't so yeah, he gives a speech and he gives whatever a speech, they add some music to it, and, and he it, says, "Well, that's kind of what the album's about." Again, just completely saying this guy wrote a movie, and I'm like, "That's kind of like what I thought." Yeah, <laughs> but then they're adding. I don't. You've seen the movie? No. <laughs> but it's like so. Patrick added music to that. They're just adding like a, but it's not. It's nothing. Right. I mean, I could do that on my laptop right now. Right, but that's what I'm like. Was there not a score behind that? In the movie, oh, I, I don't know. know. Like, is he just saying, talking about it, and then 
What I guess my thing is to have this be on the album forever now. You know, mm-hmm. like this is part of the album when it could have been when you're ramping up and you're putting out little hints about the album. This could be like a clip mm-hmm. that you show or uh, you know something. Mm-hmm. Just to have it be there for me to skip every time. It's annoying to me. Because it's like... The only thing I'm happy is that it is its own track and not just a minute-long intro for a song. And I have to just never listen to that song ever again. Well, doesn't it make you hungry when he says... Quarter pounder with cheese. (laughs) (laughs) You know what you need to do? (laughs) I think you know. know. (laughs) Okay. Okay. I'm just, I just, when when this one comes on, I just sit back and ride my own melt. When this, if this song, if this were just a minute long intro for the song that follows it, Mm -hmm. that it sort of crescendos into, I just realized I actually would be fine to skip it. The whole song? Yeah. I don't need this one. Look at, written by Andrew Hurley, Ethan Hawke, Joe Troman, Patrick, some people, they didn't all write this. I ride my own melt. I ride my own. I ride my own mount. And that I, leads into... I guess... I thought he said I ride my own mount. <laughs> okay. I, 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 I haven't listened. I haven't really listened then to it. Then there's some more... Stri- then it gets cinematic again. This is yeah. I Am My Own Muse. I should have been saying all the song titles. I like this. I like it. It's just... I like it. I would but put this in a trailer. Again, though, if I go see them live... I don't want to see this. Because all of it is not them. Yeah. They're just, just doing this. Yeah. Andy's doing... This is... It's just when... When I hear a band sometimes, and I go, no one could have done this but these four people. Right. But then sometimes I just hear like... Doo, 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 doo. I'm like, okay, well, you didn't need the the drummer from Fall Out Boy that's in eight other bands. Like, yeah, he yeah. could be doing whatever he wants somewhere. But you've got him doing just the most basic doo-doo-doo-doo. Yeah. And then... it, it's, it's effective. It's an album track. Mm. I like it. I'll throw it on. I would put it in a trailer, which I, it feels like that's what it is for. What do you think about the chorus? I, I don't like it. <laughs> I don't. And the song doesn't really have any, like, this is the same thing that's happening mm. when we start the song. It doesn't. It doesn't elevate to anything else. It's just the same. They said that they started a lot of these before the pandemic. But a lot of the lyrics. All the lyrics are about the pandemic. Yeah, I hate it. I don't this, talk about this the pandemic. Song is the. Although the song is good in terms of, it's you, not the worst on the album, right? It's, I don't really know. It's kind of smash all me. the guitars until we see all the stars. I hate that. It's another like <laughs> save rock and roll sort of like what? What yeah. are you? What? What is this? What, what, are is, you what does that say? Yeah, I don't but know. it's not. It's the musical equivalent of like twenty twenty was a dumpster fire. Right. We got to throw this year away like a bad luck charm. But these these songs are so cemented in a specific time for people. I'm like wor- worried for them. That they're not, you nah, play Sugar, I, We're Going Down whenever, right? I mean, right. this is nowhere near that level. They will never play the song live. But that's what I'm, I'm saying. Like, 
when you listen to the album 20 years from now, we'll skip it. Okay. <laughs> no, in my but opinion. It's not even, but... the, not even this song because there's the other, there's, oh, I can't think of any of I've listened to this album so much to get ready for this podcast, and I'm so nervous because you're all in the room with me. There's, uh, well, we'll, we'll, well, we'll get to the main offender. Love from the other side of the apocalypse. Okay. Yeah. The I, main offender's second from last. Yeah. Yep. But, I mean, some of this stuff is just like, I mean, you can't not talk about the turmoil. I understand. But then it just becomes like, oh, I had a bad year. I had a bad day. I take one down. I don't know if anything's too overtly. Landon thought he was riding his mound. <laughs> I don't think anything except for the second to last song is overtly like COVID related. All right. This one's called. Is it? Not centrally, but there are. Maybe it's because I'm hearing it, and yeah, and I even mean, in, in the context, little, uh, baby annihilation. He says, "I took my mask off, and there's another underneath." And you're like, oh. "I don't, I haven't listened to that all the way we're, through." Well, we're going to then. But for this song, play the bridge for uh, which one? Muse. Yeah. Okay, I was about to go to Flagami. Not yet. So the play the bridge. bridge and let so let's twist the knife up. again. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because here's where the song gets interesting to me. I don't like it until this. Gosh, and if I only could find. So let's twist the knife again, twist the knife again, like we did last summer. Let's twist the knife. And when it comes again, into this, mm-hmm. when it hits this, that guitar <laughs> lifts it up. Queen song. It's always so quiet. The guitar is. Bring them up front. Still kind of the same thing. Though. Yeah, I just like the bridge. Yeah. Otherwise, you can throw the song in the but dumpster. Doesn't it seem like... Doesn't it seem like, even though they're playing their instruments and stuff, I'm like, I can hear the guitar in the back, but I'm like, where's a wall of sound that I want? Why isn't that guitar the loudest thing? Why can't I hear like... That's why I... This song feels like a like the first try at uh, what's the Heaven Iowa. Mm. Like this was the first cut, like because it's a similar kind of style to to me anyway. Where mm. it's like I see what you're doing. It's cinematic and blah blah blah, and then slowly. But that song works so well, mm. and then you hear this one a couple tracks later, and you're like, well. Mm-hmm. I got a better version of that in my back pocket. Yeah, I don't know this song from Adam. And <laughs> and that song gives you that. It gives you giant drums and screeching guitar. Yeah. Just how you want it. And then this song just kind of goes like meandering through like an orchestral sort of like, you know, like, well, take it or leave. I mean, I like it. I, I don't, I haven't skipped it yet. Did I throw my protein bar wrapper away? Or is that still on your counter in your house? It's probably my dog's belly by now. All right. We'll check that out after we listen to Flugami. <laughs> I already don't like this song because of the name. <laughs> makes me think of... It makes me think of the episode of Parks and Rec, Flu Season. 
yeah. where everyone is having diarrhea. <laughs> but I do like the chorus. Well, this then another another example of uh, lyrics trying to kind of fill a space. Oh God, kind of please, would you kill me now? <laughs> like they're just they're they're adding four words where there could be one. It's kind of funny. I mean, right? I, I oh, don't. God, kind of please, would you kill me? But it's like it just. I don't oh, mind. That. God, kind of please. Oh, God. It, Just a little funny. I don't mind that one. Yeah, I do. Wait. But, uh, I ca- this is what I don't get about this song. I like the last chorus when the guitar matches his melody. Yeah. You don't like that? Well, no, I don't like that he says, I carved out a place in this world for two, but it's empty without you. Oh. Just. You don't like love. It just (laughs) seems like it's not really saying anything because like, um, I carved out space for us, but it, but you're not here or something like, okay. But then it's like, you carved out a space in this world for two, but it's empty without you. So it's like, well, you're there. It's not (laughs) empty. That's just there. (laughs) I'm not with you on this one. I just I can't agree with you on it this. It just seems I'm like sorry. there's nothing you're saying to me. Well, it's okay? just yeah. It's, it's just, just kind of a basic little It's an interesting bitch. way of saying I miss you. Yeah, well, I'm not I don't care. <laughs> so what do you want me to say? Uh No, no. I mean, we don't have to listen to it, but just the final chorus when it like slows down and then he and then the guitar follows the uh is it before or after he says somewhere between mike tyson and van gogh i hate that um i like is it right here yeah 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 yeah, yeah. It's like the little half time yeah <laughs> i love that uh they let him. They, he's like, "All right, do your thing, quick." I love that. <laughs> he lets him. Lets him loose. All right, here we go. Here's, okay. Here's baby annihilation. Let me pull up the words while we're. Okay. I just do we see, play the whole thing. Just Are seeing the words, uh, we're way past that. And <laughs> 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 a prince of crocodile tears dreams, watching your love falling in and out. This this is one that keeps getting uh, talked about 
in where he's like in interviews where they're like, really? You know, we didn't. I, we always people always wanted us to do like a throwback, like a like a you know a written word sort of speech thing, and it just kind of felt like this was the place. And I had something written that made sense. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> I get it. You wrote a. I get that you wrote a poem. Okay, that's all he does. According to the the one interview with the little British man at Apple, mm. that's all he does is he just writes a poem, sends it to Patrick, right. and then Patrick tries to retrofit it into a song. Well, that's what. And then with that, I'm like, well, I guess that you could do that with that, right? It seems like it. it the chorus would be like, "I'm melted wax on a birthday cake, 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 cake." <laughs> This kind of feels like all of the stuff that Patrick had to convince him Cut out. they could trim. Yeah. And then he was like, well, I'm still putting it on the album. I'm not going to say you know what they say. If you want a job done, you have to do it yourself. <laughs> you know what you say. If you want a job done right, you got to do it yourself. But that's the, you know, this is just, it's kind of nice that we do have these little moments where we see that you need... You can't just have this. Mm-hmm. He needs Patrick, and apparently Patrick needs him. Yeah, because Patrick... All of his songs suck, I guess. <laughs> no, I like some of his pop stuff, but... But they decided early on, like, yeah. Pat, like Pete's going to write all this. Well, it's up to you to like help him make music, because he, he doesn't know how. Yeah. I don't know and... why that got put on the guy. <laughs> It works, sure, but yeah, I mean, because isn't like the first Follow Boy album is like Patrick, yeah, wrote the lyrics, yeah, and that's why none of them stand out. Mm-hmm. So you know they they figured it out, and that's nice. But I just don't. Are you, oh, sorry, are you, are you talking about their first album, which is of course, are you hanging out with your friends or mm, whatever? Okay, yes, <laughs> the pink one. Because then he wrote some on Grave, and then after yeah, that, they're just like no. Yeah. And I did see people when they were putting the track listing out and stuff they're like uh someone said, "Well, there's going to be there's 12 songs but two are sort of like there was some sort of um they referenced one would be spoken word and people on Twitter or YouTube were like, "Spoken word confirmed." Yes. <laughs> so there are people that love that shit. I like it. I don't. So, hey, you got what you wanted. Are you happy? Because I had an album had twelve songs and there's actually only ten. That's I'm the thing. Happy you got what you wanted. You you maybe you love reality bites too. <laughs> All right, go to the next one. Rocky start. Hate it. I hate that. Yeah. <laughs> And it, it sounds like, what's the other song that I just said I hate the beginning of? Yeah. I don't know. Now I like it. Yep. Uh, chorus. I know Joey likes this chorus because I've been hearing him <laughs> squealing it every day. And you're in the crowd going, This was one that they said, He wishes he could still do drugs. (laughs) Here, here, let's get to this part first, and then we'll shut her down. 
people. Hey, if you're still listening to this, give us a thumb. Um, use uh, put uh, uh, um. Sorry, I spoke over it. Okay. How many Ramones are there? I think I thought four. That's what I thought. But isn't Joey still like pooping around somewhere? Help me up. <laughs> I just pooped. <laughs> yeah. Four of the Ramones are dead. I don't. Whatever. So this was a song that I believe they said was not going to be on the album. It was an older song they had been working on. and It's great, though. But it's one of the, hey, man, just if you wrote a song, just go with it. Even though you've been sitting on it for four years, Fonz, <laughs> we have not heard it yet. Yeah. What is old to you is new to Moo. So put it on there. I like the little chorus. And this is one that actually, like, I know what it's about. You know? Yeah. yeah. It's very straightforward. It's straightforward and personal. Yeah. And whatever. So it's just like a little a little pop song, a little pop punk. Mm-hmm. Can you go back to no. uh, the Ramones thing? Beginning um, when it right before it goes to the yeah 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 where the the first of the kick drum comes in that yeah is that because they love sampling and crap is that the uh kick drum from uh just the two of us before (laughs) it might be because there's also like this like this 80s yeah the earth wind and fire and yeah i'm just i'm just gonna do a little experiment I've been wondering this since I heard it. What's what is the name of that song? Just the two of us. Is that it? I think. Grover Washington. I'm only getting the um <laughs> Dr. Evil. <laughs> Dr. <Christian>. Evil. <laughs> it it could be. Or they just said Andy do that. Well, yeah. I mean it might not be right. It's just I know that they love throwing in little shits like yeah. that. So. Do, 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 do. Yeah, they did Phil Collins. I figured, well, they'll do a little Grover Washington as well. So, yeah. But like it, it is song. slightly different. But, um, or, you know, I mean, they could just, that sounds good for the song. It has no relation to that at all. But for me, this is kind of where the album, well, I shouldn't say that because of what's happening next. But I feel like I'm getting back to what I, I'm like, there's. Ethan Hawke, Muse, Flu Game, and a little speaking thing. Then we get another rock, and we're just like, but we're almost at the end of the album. Yeah. Sorry, 13 songs, but it's like. <sighs> yeah, three tracks in a row that kind of are nothing, and then, but this and then like, we get back to. You said with the first lyrics, it's like, well, maybe they also, this it, some of the lyrics do seem a little like B-side stuff. I'm pretty sure. As far as humans go, you don't have anything to say. I am a hard, hard pill. You said hard twice. So should we go to the next one? It kind of reminds me of when you ask me how I've been. When you ask me how I've been. I'm sure starting starting a song is hard. So you're like, I know the chorus is good. What, what am I going to do? I can't make. I, not everything's gonna be great. Who am I dialing tonight? That's about my. Ch- ch- 
Okay. What a time to be alive, ladies and gentlemen. The first time my wife heard this, let me do exactly what she did. Oh, this is fun. Do you remember? Because <laughs> it's that song? Yep. Because it is that song. Yeah. I none of uh, the lyrics hurt me, <laughs> but I will say the best part is live stream the apocalypse is just something that I cannot stand by. <laughs> I hate the we're here and we're ready to live stream the apocalypse. I don't like we're looking at a picture of 2019. That's the way the world it used to be. That's the way the world it used to be. That's what that, they're just, you got to fit it in there somehow. Before our dreams started bursting at the seams. I just, it's not, it's not good. It's not. And it's a fun song musically, but that's because it's our, it's a song that's already mm-hmm. <laughs> been made. That is a fun song. I don't also, I don't Do know if I remember? like that. Is that, wait. Do you remember? Yeah, it is. Yep. Okay. <laughs> I just can't Gotta sing go nothing. Up. Because uh, everything is lit except my serotonin. That's everything I, is lit, but my lightning bolt brings. I get what you're saying, but I don't want you to use that word. No, because you're 40. This whole song <laughs> is so permanently dated. Yeah, <laughs> and it just it sucks. But I everything guess everything is lit. Maybe because they knew it's not their song. Yeah, like I don't know. Like like they're like, well, we can just. Do whatever we want to. I like how the little violin follows him, like he's running around in a circle. <laughs> yeah. I do like when it goes to the yeah. <laughs> you know when it's like we we as I lay me alone. Yeah yeah yeah. Yeah yeah yeah. yeah. When he starts yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. chanting, uh, that's when I said. No wait, that's not it. No 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 no. <laughs> Yeah, uh, maybe I do like this song. Foot. Oh wait, here we go. Boo. We're gonna get flagged. <laughs> We don't know how to do a podcast. That's what you said when we started. Let's make a video. Let's make a vid that'll get us flagged. <laughs> I said I've already been in two of those. <laughs> I've got the quarantine. When I said leave me alone, this isn't quite what I meant. I think that's funny. I like that. But then when he says I got the quarantine blues, I'm like, <sighs> quarantine. I got blues. the quarantine blues. Bad news. What's left? I I don't mind that. Bad news. What's left? That's kind of funny. <laughs> like what else? I think we like this song. <laughs> I just like the way he's kind of screaming, screaming. Yeah, That's he's his. Cool. He's so. It's like he means what he's saying, even though sometimes it's it's crazy. He sell. He can sell anything. I think he could freaking read like a recipe. I think he could sing a recipe. I think he could sing a cookbook. Now we get the final track, mm-hmm. and potentially my favorite of the album. We'll, I guess we'll rank them later, but 
rank them or just give our best and worst. Sure. What we like the best, what we like the worst. Okay, now shut up. Take the best. Who's playing the piano? I like the sound of that snare. The snare, yeah. The... I'm in the winter mood, dreaming of spring now. I love this sound. It's a different sound from what we've got the rest of the album. I love the little horns on those poles in the verse. I wish the whole album sounded like this. Oh, you, and my favorite part. One of the... Yeah. Yeah, That's great. I like this uh, line that's coming up here. Suck on the permafrost? Uh, yeah. He gets to rip. Yeah. He's ripping the whole time. <laughs> In the chorus. They gave him. They said, hey, kind of like a line from Star Wars. God. They said, dirt. Yes. Fine. He's been waiting. He's Guys just, in eight other bands to do what he wants to do. He's just ripping it. He's like, I don't. They don't let me do it. And anymore. I love. It's not just uh, the chorus. It's just repeating okay. the same thing. Yep. But it works. It's perfect. And it's not the same. Just a just like a backbeat. He's doing the. He's doing it on the ones and the. He's he's going nuts. Uh, it's just great. It's great. And then the the bridge ties back to track one with the uh, the little the little. What would you trade your pain for? I'm not sure. I'm like reading some of these lyrics, and I'm like, I hate this. <laughs> the only one that uh, the lyric that uh, I don't necessarily love. Ache it till you make it. Ache it till you make it, which I didn't realize he was saying until earlier today. I like the life is just a game, maybe. Yeah, I love that. A little because I'm like, life is just a game. You're like, maybe a little positive, maybe. And you go, yeah, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I like that one. I like that pre-chorus, and then I I love the next pre-chorus. I think I've been going through it, and I've been putting your name to it. Yeah, I just like that. That works. And then. The final pre-chorus, mm. I don't like. Uh, I used to be a real go-getter. I used to think it'd all get better. It falls off. the two, The first two were so are so good. I like I, the the. I thought that it. Uh, I thought that it'd all get better. I like that, I but I just go go-getter is such a interesting phrase to me. Yeah. Whenever he says it, it just doesn't work yeah but it's like i'm like i've never heard that in a song i used to be a real go-getter i freaking thought that it did it all because then he says it it would weird it's like it did all it did all get i used better. to think it did all get better it's just a it's but that pre-chorus is just unmatched But I, I do like I, I thought it'd all get better right into that. Yeah. 
Where is it going? Is it? Is it? Is it? Is it? I want the next one. And then you got these people. The curtains open and there's a hundred people behind him. And he's doing. He's like just screaming at someone. Let's take his lyrics. Let's take his voice away. Up oh, took everyone away. We could all do it. Uh, wow, that's beautiful. I just love that song. I listened to just that one like five times in a row. And this was another one where Patrick said they he almost didn't demo this one for the album. Like, you what idiot. Do you, what are you doing? It's the album. What it, are you it doing? It is the album. And also, hello, I don't know if you know this, but you actually mentioned something from the first song in this song. I like that part too. You know that when they when they did that, they've they, I'm sure they found that in the studio. They're like, "What if we we have we need a bridge?" Yeah. What if we shut up? <laughs> Not you, the song. Mm-hmm. What if we? Uh, <laughs> They're like, "What if we?" You know, what if we did? Oh yes. Uh, Life, you were my babe. Just so good, that little piano. Yeah, so great. God, I can just listen to it over and over again. It's I have, so and I will. Emotional for them, <laughs> <laughs> not for me. I don't no. give a shit. <laughs> no. Doesn't it means nothing? Yeah, so I, much for <laughs> Stardust. What are you talking about? It means nothing to me. It means nothing. But to hear them for the last time, get to play all their instruments, <laughs> it just I feels feel like so there's so good. much going on. That, but then I'm like, I want more. Yeah. Like you're leaving me on this high note. Good, very good. Yeah. But there's all this other stuff Gosh. to get through this last like So good. It's so good. God, it might just for the the what's that guy say in the song earlier? Serotonin. Everything's lit except my serotonin yeah, or whatever. Everything's lit except my lightning bolt brain. Unfortunately for you. Mm-hmm. This makes me lit and my serotonin. Yeah, and actually my brain is being a lightning storm right now. This song makes me, I think, to wrap up the album, this is my favorite song. Mm. With Heaven, Iowa and Fake Out being being in the top five. Mm. And I think... I think... Uh, Heartbreak feels good, and yeah, maybe love love from the other side. I like uh, this one. I think every time I listen to it. Ooh, ten years. What's that one? Oh, Kintsugi, Kintsugi yeah. Kid. Ten years. Love that, that. That might be in there too. But here's the problem with. I always feel like it's a cop out to like the last song on an album. 
Why? What do you mean? As my favorite, I'm just like, that's the song they end on. I mean, sometimes they're bad, I guess. Most of the time they're bad. Sometimes it's like, that's the most emotionally charged, and they're like letting it all out. Like, like they're going to play this at the end of their show, right? Then they're going to leave the stage, and someone's going to be like, they got to come back out. They haven't played Saturday. Well, Pete screams bad. (laughs) (laughs) Where Pete lazily just kind of (laughs) takes his bass off. Someone else plays it for him better in the background. Alligator with crocodile tears. Too many account. And he just kind of walks around on stage barely screaming. I've seen a video of, uh, a couple months ago. And it was, it, months. It left a lot to be desired. Well, and I would like to be desired. So, mm-hmm. so much for Stardust. Good. Heartbreak. Good. Uh, to my, to the lack of uh, my better judgment of just the lyrics being bad. I like Heaven, Iowa. I try not to listen to the lyrics, but I have to. That's what I do. That's what I do. I really love them. <laughs> There's something about... But the way he just says it, I'm like, I believe you. Yeah. You're scar cross lovers with like, I don't know, the, I don't know, I, who, with who? I don't know. But Pete can be very clever. Hamburglar? Yeah. Pete can be very clever. Yeah. And, and wise. Yeah. And that cleverness can many, many, many times veer into a stupidness. <laughs> And a cringeworthiness that just makes you go, ah. Yeah. But then on the other side, Mr. Patrick can sell all of it. Mm-hmm. So you take this this wide range of really good lyrics and really bad lyrics, and then you give it to a guy that can sell anything. And, uh, and then sometimes the cringiness becomes part of, part of it. Yeah. It becomes endearing. And I think that's what has happened now for me for this Heaven, Iowa Scar Cross Lovers, I love it. I actually think that it's good now because they've sold it to me so much because I've listened to it so much and it rocks so hard that I just can't help but love it. So that's where I'm at. Uh, The stinkers of the album, I would say, uh, What a Time to Be Alive. Not that it's a bad song, like musically and stuff. It's just kind of like whatever, kind of annoying for the reasons that we said when we were going through it. I I've been I think I've been going through it and I put your name to it, <laughs> but uh, and then uh, what's that other one that uh, oh so good right now? It's also like it, that one. Yep, not my favorite. Nope. So those are those are on the bottom and the muse, and it's whatever. Uh, I like when it's like but I also like in Sugar We're Going Down. It's like so, and I like in Dance Ends. It's like so. I like those parts about this album. The 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 spoken word and the movie don't count. No. So what don't I like? Heaven, Iowa. I don't like feeling so good right now. I know people like that. It's just not for me. It's not what I like. It's not my kind of music. I just don't like. They're like, but it's juxtaposition. I don't. Yeah, I know. It's fine, but and, that's not what I want from this album. So what? Yeah. It is my type of music, but not here. Hmm. Yes, I don't want to bite my tongue later when someone goes, you don't like this, and this whole album you picked is like this. Well, okay. 
Look, I'm only human. And I'm, I'm only human. I'm a hard, hard pill to swallow. You know what I'm talking about? Hit me. Do we rate the album then? Golly. Out of 10, what? Out of 10 turned tables. Mm-hmm. I was going to say out of 10 years for the... 10 years. 10 years. 10 years. Okay. 10 turned tables. Yeah, that's got a nice ring. And it's be, the triple it, T rating. The triple T. And now, do we have criteria of what we rank rank it on? Or just a feeling? I think just a feeling probably, huh? Seven. Ooh. I'm going Eight. I want to say seven and a half, but right now I'm just saying seven because the ratio to what I like about the album, sometimes it's like the song, it's only, I'm only listening to it for the chorus. So it's like, man, I just wish the whole song was this good. I think it might go up. I've listened to it a lot. When I go into like what I've listened to the most this year already, it's all, it's all of this album. Mm -hmm. So I don't know what that says about Smee's. I think give, given some time and another album or two mm-hmm. and just finding its place in the the wider oeuvre mm. of their work, I imagine it will be lower probably for me. But right now I'm still just I'm still riding the highs. Can so you- I'm going eight. If you ask me in a year, I'd probably say something else. But why don't you tell us what your favorite Fall Out Boy album is? Just so we know kind of what your criteria is. Well, for me, I, if I have to actually pick, and I do. Yeah. That wasn't a joke. I know I'm usually... It's just kind of this thing with my voice. It sounds cr- like I'm making a joke. You don't have to pick. Well, I'm just thinking, do I want to say fully do? I do, but I know that the last four or five tracks aren't. Mm-hmm. So... Probably, honestly, from under a cork tree. I'm coming apart at the seam. Picture myself leading out of people doing Burn, burn, burn. And that is all. Mr. Sandman showing his feet. <laughs> this was for, supposed to be 45 minutes. Head like a steed. I just like that. Wait, wait. What'd you say your favorite? <laughs> cork tree. I think so. If I had to... I think for me, I think it might be Infinity on High for me. Every song on there is like this. This is their best song. I love that album. Um, Hallelujah! I, I love it like ten times last week. It's a great song. It's a great album. I actually, I haven't heard. I haven't listened to that one in a really long time. I should probably. Me neither. It. I really, I revisit it when I think they talked about it was the 15 year anniversary, and I was just like, this is the, to me. That's what they were trying. It's like the perfect balance of like. They were doing what they like, and then they got. They were able to do maybe what they wanted to more. Mm-hmm. They just hit. They just hit their little. Except for this ain't a scene. It's an arms race. That's like some. That's where the lyrics even back then. I'm just like, yeah, oh, it's boy. not great. And actually, now that I actually don't like dance dance. So maybe I would say Infinity on High. Okay. Hey, if you have if you like this, we're gonna put out some more. I think. What are we gonna do for the next episode? What are we? <laughs> Should we cover something else that we kind of in this vein, something that we also both agree on, and then we'll start to reach out to the the little yeah. ends of the earth. We'll yeah. leave the center of the bosom and we'll start to explore the world's end. We talked about 
Fallout Boy. We talked about Green Day. To Green Day. Because there's well, here's my connection too, is kind of their their uh what was that? The Hella Megator. Yeah. <sighs> what a bad name. Well, we're, we're not gonna talk about Weezer. No. <laughs> <laughs> not yet. Not yet. I just give me some time to digest this album. So do we do Green Day? Do we do what? I- I think we got to go back to the start. Wow, that's the, interesting. Of the pop punk sort of. So what is that? In full force. Dookie? I think we have to. We got to okay. go Dookie. All right. And that should be uh, a lot shorter. Yeah. <laughs> what do we say at the end of this podcast? Oh, bye. Your tables have been turned. Oh, your tables have, have been, been turned. turned. Bye. Bye. Each week we listen to an album, here's our mind Just know it's gonna take about three hours of your time To hear us complain or praise each other's taste But no matter what, at the end of the day We're just best friends who love different music We are 